0: What's up, everybody? This is Fury and Cloud.
1: Hey, it's KDC Esquire.
0: And welcome to the second episode of Game of Zeros, the podcast. Don't forget to check out GameofZeros.com if you're not already there. We appreciate you all tuning in. In this episode, we got some boycott news, talk about the Spire, a little bit about the Return to the Wasteland event. We're going to talk about the deck from the Lost Souls of Camelot, so this event. And we got some player news that we want to share. Before we do all that, I did want to talk about the contest and all the comments that everybody was nice enough to uh, include. And I really appreciate that because I shared those with KTC as well. The reason why I threw the spire in today was because uh, there was a couple people still talking about that. First things first, congratulations to Kaiser Sosa.
1: Who's Kaiser Sosa? He
0: He's from Gravitas Duo. He was the winner of the giveaway. He was really cool about it. I was hoping he'd get lucky and get some good stuff. He managed to get 890 gems, 25,000 in gold, 40 pink dust. And he didn't remember how much mana, but uh, that just means that obviously it wasn't a whole lot to cheer about. So he didn't get what I was hoping for. Aww. But like I said, he was really cool and he even said, hey, free gems are free gems. So thanks again to everybody that signed up and don't forget to sign up this week and definitely spread the word. Back to the comments real quick. We were received well by everybody and uh, KTC was a big hit, that's for sure.
1: Mostly from WB players, so I <laughs> kiss a
0: but No, but seriously, uh, a lot of good feedback from everybody. I even got some good constructive criticism. I wanted to note that because I'm, I'm going to take that seriously. There was a couple of people that weren't keen on the swearing at the end, and that was from the Hellboy trailer. Uh, I don't know if everybody got that. All those clips were from the Hellboy trailer. Threw it in there only because it, it was funny. Like I thought it was funny, but they did mention younger people possibly tuning into this, which actually is 100% correct. Very good feedback. Those player's have a great point. So I appreciate that. Um, It's just that if I do find something that's funny, or if I swear for effect, I can uh, click explicit and make sure that this episode is marked as explicit. Uh, Now, granted, there's certain things that run with that that I learned, but uh, it was good feedback to have. And that's the type of stuff that I need. So there is something that we are doing that you think we can improve on or that maybe for example in this regard i i i want to hear that so i actually added on the website uh, just a quick contact form and then just write a message and it can be anything uh, even if you want to just say, hi, I appreciate everybody's help with that. We got a lot of great information on that and we, uh, we take it seriously and we're going to use it. So now real quick, just an update on the boycott.
1: So what we've heard back from the developers is nothing at all. So I don't have an update about the boycott. Keep in mind that what we've heard rumors is that there's going to be an update to the game coming soon, but so far only indication of that is that they're updating the first two tier jackpot rune crates, not what that means though because all that they've indicated is that it didn't meet their expectations since no one actually knows what the jackpot ring crates were to date it doesn't really clear to us what their expectations were how it didn't meet those expectations they don't publish any drop rates with respect to it sort of unknown as to what type of updates but the update to the boycott is that there isn't an update
0: well there it is the update is that there is no update which is unfortunate, but I'm not really surprised personally. Um, I think it says a lot about network and that they didn't even reply to it or even acknowledge it other than those videos where they just mention it, but that's whatever. Anyway, if any of you have any information though, definitely let us know so we can update everybody and uh, we'll do our best to get that out there as quickly as possible. So now to talk about the Spire, I know in the beginning, a lot of people were struggling with the Spire, getting stuck on certain levels and it was just because lack of cards, lack of relics, things like that. So I reached out to NTM. He is the guy that uh, puts together all those spreadsheets. Now, if you don't know what those spreadsheets are, that's totally fine. If you go to the website, I actually have links to the original spreadsheets, One is for the Spire, the other one that's on there is his huge player database. So what I did is I did consolidate his original spreadsheet a little bit. For right now, I only have pages for the Decrepit, Granite, Sky, and Heavenly One Spires. I also included each floor on the specific Spire, the affinity, species you can use, Aegis, and also the hit points. By using that and having that information, I think it'll actually help you as a quicker reference in order to hopefully build better decks order to get through the spire a lot easier right and as i said right now i only have the four spires up there the first four levels and i think that if you are past those four and you can get past those four uh, you should definitely have a grasp on this no matter what the level is coming up and as time goes on you're going to get more cards and hopefully more relics that you need on these higher level spires so I think this is a good starting point. So I'm hoping this helps everybody. And so thank you very much to MTN. He's always, he's a huge community guy, obviously. And he was more than happy to help, which I really appreciate that. But like I said, go check out his full spreadsheets. I put the links on each page there. Um, there's a lot of great information on there. It's just, there's just so much of it. What I also did is I contacted T-Bone. He's the guy that does a bunch of great YouTube videos uh, about the game. He'll do stuff about events, about decks, all kind of stuff on there so I also included his YouTube channel and if you haven't checked that out please go and do so but what I included on the pages was some videos he did about the first I think it was 15 levels of the spire and I'm hoping having those combined with sort of the cheat sheet from MTM's original spire sheets that this will actually help give a quick guide and some quick tips on how to build decks take advantage of relics and things like that just to make it a little bit easier so I hope it helps out all this is at gameofzeros.com and please contact us and let us know what you think. So Katie, I wanted to know what you thought about the return to the Wasteland event.
1: So uh, I'll say that it's clearly to me an example of a lack of understanding of event design. The first two, I would say, hallmark network moves is for over a day and a half, the leaderboard was dominated by someone who was clearly a hacker. Less than 30 days in, had no cards, and had double the amount of points as any other player in the game. It is, yet again, an example where, for some reason, the network systems are not catching this behavior, which means that there is some sort of hack that going through their system, it needs to be player reported in a way that would allow them to be removed from the leaderboard. Now, they were removed from the leaderboard, which is exactly what should happen. I would say this is not the first example that this has happened. Once, in fact, the event where you could win an ascended warden by dominating the global leaderboard, a hacker was in the top five, so received an ascended warden. And so it's one of these things where if the onus is on the players to report, then maybe we need to be thinking about how the systems are failing. The second, every Every time the Frenzy Bosses came out the servers went down. Now they went down for a short period of time but obviously the Frenzy Bosses means that there's increased activity in the game. They've created a system where they're encouraging more people to be online at certain times of the day. They need to have servers that can handle that load and if they don't there is some consequence to it. For example, if you were doing your GVG attack during the time of Frenzy Bosses the servers would go down and your attack would crash. Not a huge deal in the scope of things but the reality is, is if you've devoted. You know, a long time to practicing or that you've been playing the GVG attack for a while, having that just randomly ruin your attack can be an extremely frustrating experience and something that players have no control over. So either way, that was frustrating to me. I would say that in terms of the overall event, it was for us a, a little bit of a bizarre event because it was a boycott event, but at the same time, the event deck was extremely fast and potentially overpowered. The issue I have with the deck is that it is less Likely not to see a lot of continued value in the sense that the reason why it's getting such large hits is because the second amplified hit that takes into account a double application of the type bonus and a double application of the affinity bonus so once you remove those and so if you're just in a neutral affinity event i think you will see that this deck does not wind up doing a lot of a lot of damage
0: I think you're right about the crashes and the hacker. They ruined the event for me only because that stuff has happened in the past, and when it has happened, it turned into a frequent issue that spanned over weeks. It was a real problem, and actually, there was a player that started a GoFundMe page for network servers, and another player who actually donated $5 to that GoFundMe page, which was hilarious, and that kind of got around, but that it was no... No joke, that was actually an issue that plagued event after event for weeks and it just it ruined it. So seeing those two things happen again at the same time just brought back memories of how it happened in the past and turned into an issue. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen here, but we'll see what happens. Katie, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with the event?
1: The current Fireman of Slayer has become functionally a commander event in the sense that the most efficient way, if you have the deck, to make points is no longer to try to MVP bosses against other people. It is to play ultimate bosses where only you can attack it, which is by definition the commander event. So unless they adjust the points somehow or make it more difficult for you to get the summons for the ultimate bosses, it is currently a commander event.
0: I definitely agree with that. I'd like to know what everybody else thought of the event. If you liked it, didn't like it, definitely contact us and let us know. Me personally, I just thought it was meh at best, so... Okay, so let's talk about this Lost Souls of Camelot event.
1: The three-star card in the event store this week is the Urine Swarmers, which is the green delayer. It is an extremely helpful card for GBG, and it is not available on the campaign, and it is only available in the event store once every six months, so buy it and don't dust it. And The other thing I will say is that, while for some reason this is not on my news feed in the United States. It is on the news feed for one of my Swiss players. They are apparently introducing a new type of boss, this event. Guild equivalent to the ultimate boss. There's a limited number of keys with respect to this, so if you look on your screen, you'll see that there's five out of five type of keys I guess these are going to start showing up on Friday and because they're extremely key limited I guess it encourages guild coordination so I did get the deck I got it pretty cheap because I had old runes and I got pretty lucky on the ultra rare drop The deck is slow. One of the benefits of it is that these stacks of grail constantly heal you. So I don't know whether the deck has any value for mixing and matching, but if you can get the deck cheaply, it probably is good for the event. I wouldn't imagine this would be a deck that I would want to play extensively because the deck is, as I said, pretty slow. It is at least six turns, but it is hitting really hard for the event and my cards aren't leveled.
0: I also think the free card itself looks pretty interesting, even though yes, it is slow, but those stacks of grail at the end, it spawns power gem threes, I believe. So we'll see what happens with that.
1: I think we wanted to quickly do a shout out to one of our longtime friends who is sadly quitting the game, Chili Dog the Bed Hog, who one of my favorite parts about Chili is that Chili always only levels all of his cards to level 69, to the point that he asked the developers to change his Legend Relics to not be full level, but instead to only be level 69, and they did it for him. Chili was one of the smartest players I think I've ever interacted with in the game. He played the game for almost a thousand days. He's been playing it for a really long time. He understands the perspective from free-to-play, from a non-free-to-play. He was always a great player advocate, and I want to say as like a general good guy that we will really miss you and that it's a huge loss for the community and we're sad to see you go
0: yeah and whether you know chills or not trust me when i say that this is a massive community loss he started the guild dog they have a gvg guild he has two alliance guilds they're just smaller guilds that he works with like katie said big community guy he was an excellent community advocate and he's definitely going to be missed so hey take care man well that's it for this episode so make sure to go to game of zero Heroes.com. sign up for the giveaway spread the word see ya